Hey babes, welcome back to It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in to a place where we normalize all things taboo, like mental health, divorce, depression, navigating life in your 20s and 30s, navigating adult friendships, struggling with substance abuse, and a little bit of everything in between. Hope you enjoy this episode, and as always, happy healing, babes. Hey, babes. Welcome back to It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. On today's episode of Mental Health Monday, we are talking about anger, and uh, let's get to it. Anger is not... uh, something that is a super sexy, fun topic. Anger is a topic that is raw and honest and vulnerable. And so that's what we're talking about on this episode today. So today we're talking about why are you angry? We're talking about holding on to anger. And most importantly, we're talking about how to let go of anger. And we're talking about this today because this is a topic that is near and dear to my heart. And by this, I mean, I was a very angry person, girly, just very angry for many, many years. And a lot of this I can now look back and identify was, you know, kind of coinciding with mental illness and addiction and different things like that. But really what I want to share about with you guys is some of the things that I've learned about holding on to anger and some of the ways that I've learned to let go of anger. And I'm going to give you guys some real life examples. So let's get into it. Everyone has somebody that they're angry about or something that they're angry about, or maybe you're angry at God, at the government, at them, whoever they are. Everybody has some amount of anger that they are holding on to because of a person or event or a situation. And so let's talk about why you should learn to release anger and why you might have been holding on to it. So I'm going to give y'all an example of something that happened to me at work a couple months ago. So I do HR for a living. Which means that some days my time consists of sitting down with people at work that can't get along and trying to get to the bottom of what the challenges are, how to move forward. And a lot of times it's situations where somebody's like, I don't like this person, I will never work with them again. And that's not an option. So then I have to kind of be that mediator and also sometimes that voice of reason. And of course, you know, a lot of times just having an objective third party who doesn't have really any emotional interest in the matter, it can help to kind of bring things down a notch, if you will. So that's what I'm doing on, you know, a random Thursday is I am trying to mediate between these two employees who they're like, I will never work together. And I'm like, that's not an option. If you would like to work here, we got to figure out how to work together because nobody's getting fired. So that means you're both working here. You both will have to work together in the future. So how do we get there? And so the one guy that was significantly less open to working through this, he was like, I'll never forgive him. I will be angry at him for as long as I live and I'll never forgive him. And you can't make me because it only hurts me, not him. And I was like, yeah, newsflash, dude, it does only hurt you. So why would you want to keep doing it? Why would you want to keep holding on to anger that only hurts you and not the other person? And that was really just kind of like the, the literally raw conversation was like him saying that and me just, you know, being like, yeah, you know, that, that is true. But why would you want to do that if you know that's the reality? 
And uh, he looked at me real confused, like, um, and then, you know, the conversation actually got a little bit better from there. But that is just an example, I think, of a lot of, uh, of how a lot of us are. I think a lot of us are like, you don't know what they did to me. You don't understand. I could never forgive them. I could never get past them. And like, also understand that letting go of anger is not the same as allowing somebody back into your life or excusing what they did or any of those things. You can let go of anger and still accept that you are never going to allow that person back into your life. And so I think a lot of times uh, grudges or, you know, anger we're holding on to, it shows up as uh, like rumination is what they call it in the world of therapy, where basically there is, uh, you know, a person or an event or a situation that just keeps coming up in your mind over and over and over. And the next thing you know, you're having the car argument. And you guys know the one I mean, the one where you were in your car on the way to work and you're like, if freaking Becky from accounting comes in today, this is what I'm going to say to her today. And so now you're in the car all worked up over Becky from accounting who doesn't even care that you exist and is not spending her time ruminating or worrying about you or this grudge that she probably doesn't even know exists. So that is why we want to let go of these things so we are not spending our time in fake car arguments. And let's be honest, all of us that have had the car argument the conversations never happen. Like there's never a time where I've ever been like, damn, glad I had that car argument prep with myself. That came in handy. Like most of the time it's probably just me looking crazy, rolling down the highway, like yelling at somebody that's not there in my car. And people on the highway are just like, we should pray for her because she's got some crazy things going on, you know? So that is a way that I think for me, you know, things have just popped up as like rumination and I've realized when things pop up like that, like obviously it's getting to a very unhealthy point. And I think a lot of times holding on to grudges, holding on to anger, it keeps you trapped in the past. So let's now like kind of tie what we've been talking about back into Mental Health Monday. So a lot of time, depression manifests as anger. Doesn't mean if you, every time you experience anger, it's tied to depression, no. But does it mean that statistically, people who are more angry are more likely to also suffer for depression, or people who are consistently angry are more likely to suffer from depression? Statistically, those facts are there. So depression is also very often known as living in the past, and anxiety is very often known as living in the future. So to tie all of this together in a little Mental Health Monday bow, by holding on to anger, by holding on to grudges, by ruminating about people, we are actually creating anger within ourselves that can actually trigger depression. And let's be real, nobody wants to allow anybody to hold that power over them. Nobody wants to allow another person the ability to have the power over them to create anger or depression or anxiety or any of those things in your life. So now that we are all like, ugh, we don't want to forgive them, but we got to forgive them because we don't want to be angry and we don't want all the repercussions of being angry at people. So now that we have kind of gotten to that point, let's switch over to how you can stop holding on to anger and stop being angry with other people. And this is not a foolproof list. This is not go do these two things tomorrow and you'll feel great and you'll never be angry. But these, this is a list of a bunch of different things that I have done to try to let go of anger and a lot of different things that have worked for me in different areas. So pick what 
works for you or what interests you. It's not a recipe. It's literally just me being like, hey, here's what I do. So, you know, take what what works for you or what resonates with you. So, okay, letting go of anger. First, you have to accept what happened. You have to accept that that person hurt you, that that person let you down. And sometimes we're so hurt by somebody that we can't admit that we're hurt by them. So we never even accept that we were hurt by them. So we can't even get to the point of letting go of that anger because we haven't even acknowledged that we're angry with that person or that we're hurt by that person. We're just trying to brush it under the rug or pretend like it doesn't happen or pretend like it doesn't bother us. And then one day they do that one small thing and the next thing you know, we're having the car argument with them and all they said was, you know, one word the wrong way. And so that's another just kind of a way that anger can manifest is just by, you know, taking it out on people or in the wrong ways or being directed incorrectly. And that's also something that like, we've all been there. We've all taken our anger out on somebody else. It is not a good look. And honestly, I'm tired of having to apologize to people for taking my anger out on them. So I'm trying to not do that anymore. Okay, another way you can get rid of anger, I always think an immediate, like, if you're having a really stressful day, you are really angry, go exercise, like, go run three miles and tell me at the end of that that you have enough energy to still be angry at somebody, because you won't, and so for a long, long time, I, every single day, would go to the gym after work for the sole purpose of like anger management therapy. Like I had so much unresolved anger in my life that I would literally take all of that to the gym and I would work out super hard for an hour and then I would leave and I would almost feel like a weight had been like literally lifted off of me. And this was also at a pretty unstable point in my life, I'll be honest, but it was definitely something that was really just kind of an immediate, you know, fix or release for me. And then also you guys know if you exercise, you release dopamine, dopamine is literally the happy chemical. And what are we trying to do? Not be angry. So obviously if you're getting that dopamine in, that happiness chemical, it's going to help immediately with some of that anger that you might be experiencing. Okay, another way to let go of anger, connect with people you love because I can guarantee you that going to brunch with your bestie is not going to equal ruminating or angry thoughts. It is going to give you an opportunity maybe to disconnect from whatever it is that you're angry about and live in the present a little bit more. And again, a lot of this holding on to anger is living in the past and we want to live in the present and we want to be present. And so by consciously putting yourself in a situation where you have to be present, it immediately takes you out of that past thinking and also gives you a little reality check that maybe you're holding on to anger about someone or something that's not even in your life anymore. And the reality is you have great people in your life and you're not even acknowledging them because you're still mad about what Becky in accounting said. You know, it's just the cycle goes on and on if we don't stop it at some point. Okay, another way you can let go of anger, you guys know on Mental Health Monday, I'm always going to have a little therapy plug, so here it is. If you are like, I've tried everything, I can't get rid of anger, have you tried talking to a therapist? And I know people that haven't generally have like a good reason, but here's what I'll tell you. Whenever you talk to a good therapist about what anger you've been harboring or holding on to, 
you only feel better because guess what? You finally got it off your chest with somebody that you don't have to worry about if they're going to call somebody else and tell them and now everybody knows your secrets. And a lot of times you're going to end up with somebody who is very trained and very skilled to be able to help help you navigate those things that you don't know how to navigate through. And that's what I've used therapy a lot of times for is I'm navigating a new season. I don't know how to navigate this season. And so I can go and basically like brain dump on my therapist. Here's everything that's going on. And then really have the kind of help and support to be able to say like, okay, let's look at these things objectively from a different point of view, from a more positive perspective, you know, whatever that looks like. So of course you guys know, always a therapy plug. So if you are not seeing a therapist and you're holding on to a lot of anger and you think you've tried everything, I think that's a great, great, great next step. Okay, the next one you guys are going to hate because whenever somebody told me this one, I was like, you're crazy. So I have, you guys know, been in AA for a little while. And so one thing that has been fascinating to me about AA is how much it's focused on just personality characteristics or character defects and like really it's just it's really focused on like being a better person connecting with your higher power it's a lot more than just like you didn't drink today you know so in AA one week we were talking about resentments and so I was sharing um, some resentment that I was feeling that day and one of the ladies that's been in AA for like 30 or 40 years pulled me aside after the meeting and was like hey I struggled with exactly what you're struggling with now shortly after I quit drinking and my sponsor told me to pray for them every day for a week and that I would let go of that anger and I did it and it worked and I was like (laughs) no and she was like okay no hear me out like just do it for one week and then come back next week and if you were literally like that was a waste of time then never do it again but I thought it was a waste of time I didn't want to do it and I did it and guess what I felt better so just give it a week give it a try and if you hate it you never have to do it again I was like oh fine I'm gonna do it and first of all can we talk about the amount of just emotional intelligence you have to have to even be able to get the words or the thoughts out of your mouth to pray to bless somebody that has like wronged you like the amount of just like oh like the amount of strength that took me was uh, honestly I never thought I would be able to do it And then once I did it, I prayed for that person every day for a week. And you want to know what? I came back the next week and I said, you were right. And that's a good idea. And I hate that you're right, but I'm going to start doing it. So guess what? That's what I do now. Anytime somebody gets under my skin, once I notice I'm like ruminating on them, I immediately just pray for them to get them out of my mind. And when I pray for them, it literally makes them like get out of my mind almost immediately and also it really makes me just like it almost like it's like every time I pray for them a little bit of that anger dissolves away and then eventually it's all dissolved away and you don't even have to pray for that person anymore because they don't even pop up in your mind anymore and what a great life and that's really like kind of full cycle how that's worked for me. So that's something that I can't recommend enough, even though it was something I did not want to give a try because let's be real, it didn't sound fun. It didn't sound like revenge and it didn't sound like I would have, what I wanted to do. Okay, let's talk about another thing that I didn't want to do whenever someone asked me to try it, which is meditation. So I personally think that if you're struggling with anger, holding on to resentment, depression, any of those things, a lot of times, if you spend time in mindfulness, it will start to dissolve those things. And so this could be through a guided meditation. 
And so I personally was terrified of meditating whenever I first heard about it because I thought it was just like sitting in silence with your thoughts. At the time, I had just so many negative thought spirals and intrusive thoughts. I was like, that doesn't sound like a good time. Not going to do that. I literally try everything, including alcohol and drugs and everything else I can get my hands on to try to not have those thoughts. Why would I want to be alone with them? So guess what? I gave in. I did a guided meditation and guess what? I freaking loved it and now I meditate and it has helped a huge amount with me being able to let go of anger and resentment and just overall be a happier person. So if you guys are not sure about meditation, just give like a 10 minute guided meditation a try and I bet that you won't hate it. You might not love it at first, but I bet you won't hate it. All right, last thing is journal it out. So sometimes if I don't have the option to do any of the things on that list, or maybe I've given those things on the list to try and it hasn't helped, I'll literally just open a page in my journal and just start writing whatever comes to mind and whatever I feel and whatever I'm frustrated by and whatever I'm holding on to. And sometimes I'll write a half page, sometimes it'll be three pages. And by the time I get done, I'm like, oh, it's almost like the thing of like, you write the personal letter and then you never send it. Like basically getting it off your chest, I feel like that act in itself just does so much to make it so you're not holding on to that because you've gotten it out one way or another. So if you don't want to maybe talk to somebody about it, maybe try to write about it. Or maybe you've talked to somebody and that hasn't been enough, so then maybe try to write about it also. And uh, that is actually my last tip that I have for ways that you can let go of anger. So make a decision with yourself today that you are going to just try one of the things on the list whether it be exercise, whether it be connecting with people you love, maybe it's you're going to give therapy a try, maybe you're going to give my crazy praying for them idea a try, who knows. Pick one thing on the list and then commit that you are going to let go so you can be free and live your best life because that's what we're all here to do, not to be holding on to anger or resentment from somebody who hurt us maybe even years ago. So let's let go of that anger, that resentment. Let's move on and let's be happy healed girlies. So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Mental Health Monday. I will be back on Wednesday. And as always, happy healing, babes. Thanks for making it to the end of another episode of It's Only Embarrassing If You're Embarrassed podcast. Hope you guys loved this episode. We will see you back next time. If you loved this episode, please like, share, subscribe, comment. And as always, if you thought a friend would benefit from what you heard today, please share it with her. Have a great day, babes, and happy healing.